So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, bro, what is up? It's Sathya here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day, and I'm really, really excited. We're going to talk about inner child work today. This is a modality that we have doubled and tripled down on here at Deep Clean in my coaching practice, helping guys quit porn. And I'm going to share with you kind of the basics of it and why I believe it is so revolutionary for people who want to um, heal and quit pornography. Before I jump into that, let me mention really quickly that we are growing rapidly on Instagram. We've crossed 100,000 followers. And, um, you know, the the number is not really what we're about. I'm not like the kind of guy who checks followers every day and, and cares about that. But what it, what it signifies to me is impact. We're making a difference. And when a page grows from, you know, 5,000 people to 100,000 people in about 15 months, uh, it's a good indicator that people are resonating with the message. And so if you want to inject some positive and ha- uh, healthy content, useful content into your feed, Sathya Me Sam is the handle. The link is in the show notes. I'd love to see you over there. Um, I think that's everything. So let's jump in. Let's talk about why inner child work is the most re- powerful recovery tool on the market. That's a bold statement, but I, 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 be- I really believe it. And it, it may not be the case forever, but I'll just say that in my own recovery, inner child work is probably, it wasn't, it wasn't always the flashiest, like as in when I did inner child work, it wasn't that I, um, like I got these massive breakthroughs, but consistently doing inner child work um, probably probably created one of the most fruitful seasons of my recovery. There was sort of a, a period of recovery where a bunch of things fell into place. I finally got some professional help. I did inner child work. And I also just, you know, I basically was willing to let go of anything in my life that was hindering my recovery. So like TV and social media and all that kind of stuff. And all that kind of culminated at a, at a really good time where I was just very motivated. Um, I already had some momentum going. I was starting to pastor and travel and speak and lead worship and whatever. And that was sort of what what led to my final relapse in February 2016. So Inner child work was, um, you know, one of the major players there. And I, I think before I explain why I think inner child work is so um, vital and powerful, I'm going to zoom out and, and talk about what I mean when I say it's the most powerful recovery tool on the market. Number one, there are a bajillion recovery tools on the market, especially when, when you include psychological modalities you know, it's like, it's limitless. There's so many modalities. It feels like every month a new modality is developed for helping people, um, you know, work through mental hurdles. So th- there's, there's tons, there's tons on the market. Um, but when I say there's, that it's the most powerful tool, I think it is the most powerful, when I say powerful, what I'm talking about is the, it's the most effective at, at bringing breakthroughs that have sustenance. So you have to remember, everything you get from me is through the, the long-term mindset. Like, if it's going to help you for 90 days, I don't care about it. 
I'm, I'm looking at what's the thing that's going to help you until you're 90 years old. So when I say it's the most powerful, um, there, there's a longevity that I've seen in inner child work that I have not seen in some other really powerful modalities like EMDR, as an example, which, which is fantastic, but it lacks some of the longevity components, and I'm going to explain this in, in just a minute. Before I do that, let's, let's talk about what inner child work actually is. So the, the whole fundamental concept here is that in a perfect world, okay, if, if life went perfectly, you would develop from the age of zero all the way into those adult years on a, a relatively linear trajectory, obviously spurts and bursts here and there, but on an emotional, physical, mental, and relational level, you are maturing. If we zoomed out over the course of you know, the first 20 to 30 years of your life, your, your maturation takes place linear, okay? It's, it's, it's kind of steady. And the basic, basic concept of inner child work is that there are things we experience in life that impede our ability to mature, be it emotionally, psychologically, sexually, sometimes even physically. And because these things impede, it's not like time stands still and we get to heal it and then we get to get back on that trajectory. Time continues and life goes on and we learn to cope with these impediments. And as a result, you have someone who who ends up as a 25-year-old man, successful in his career, a relationship starting to develop, but every time that he and his wife get into some kind of conflict, he acts like an eight-year-old and throws a temper tantrum. Why? Because when he was eight years old, something happened that stunted that, that part of him that could develop in and actually handle the emotion of anger in a mature way. Now, again, this is, I'm giving you a schematic. This is sort of an oversimplification of the concept, but it is the premise, which is that there are things that happened in our childhood, in our formative years that impeded, or, or maybe they didn't fully, fully impede, but they distorted our development. And those things follow us. We we can't escape us. You can't escape you. And so they follow us into our adult years and they begin to influence our behaviors, the way we relate to one another, and and basically our overall conduct. So the idea here is that if we can go back into these memories, some of the core memories that are part of quote unquote the inner child, if if we can if we can get back to those memories and we can actually redeem them and we can heal them and we can reframe them then the the premise is that we can actually then begin to develop in those areas that were stifled because of the memory. It's a, it's a fascinating fascinating concept and I I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you a personal example. I I had this memory um gosh, I don't even know how <clears throat> how young I was, but I I underperformed. Performance was a big thing for me growing up. You know, it was it was you perform well and that's how you earn attention and that's how you earn Affection. So I I, I performed um, poorly on something, and I remember the 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 trauma of like, oh my gosh, I'm unlovable. I'm gonna get rejected. My parents are gonna be upset with me. You know, I was having all these thoughts, and I um I shared a, another. There was another story I shared earlier this month about getting a 74 in a math test. I cried through it and whatever. It, it wasn't that. It was a different scenario. Um, and I remember I I chose to kind of just stifle it. 
like I couldn't, I didn't want to reveal my, my shame and all the things I was feeling. And this memory came up, you know, I'm, I'm in a room with a, a therapist or a coach or I forget who it was. And this memory's coming up and I'm, I'm back in the memory. You know, it, it was not a memory that I was very conscious of. Like it, it took some prayer and a couple sessions before these things start to become more accessible. And in the, in the, in the memory, um, we go back into it and the, the guide asked me, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? And it's like, well, I don't know. Where's Jesus? Jesus supposed to be in this? I didn't know. And it's like, oh, Jesus is, um, Jesus is at the desk. He's at my teacher's desk. And Jesus is saying, I think what you did is good enough. And it just, it just wrecked me. Like it, it, I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus thought it was good enough. Like if Jesus thinks it's good enough, then, then who am I? You know, who am I to say it's not good enough? Um, and we are walking clients through these kinds of experiences all the time. It's become a, a fundamental part of our program and our offering because we've just realized, and this is why it's the most powerful tool on the market. You know, this is why I was using relative terms to other tools. What we've realized is that a lot of people are slapping Band-Aid solutions and calling it recovery, not realizing that they still haven't transformed as a person. And one of the fastest ways to transform as a man, to become that mature, strong, developed, composed man of God that you've been called to be who is full of vision and full of passion and walking in the things that he's called to. Inner child work is one of the best ways to do that because, because you are, you are uh, essentially you are maturing those parts of you that were stunted in their development and their growth. And there's no other tool that offers that the same way. Now, if we compare it to like an EMDR, the problem with EMDR is that you need someone else to do it. Um, psychedelics is becoming very popular. The problem with psychedelics is that you can't do it on your own. And as soon as you, you can't do something on your own, there's, there's a lack of longevity in empowering the person. We're, we're very much people who would rather teach the man to fish. And, and so what's great about inner child work and, and what we teach our clients is we teach them how to do this themselves. And so when I learned how to do inner child work, you know, I mentioned the session where I got walked through, but that, that catalyzed probably another 50 sessions of inner child work that I just did on my own, you know, cause I'm journaling one day and a memory comes up and it's like, oh, okay, well let's, you know, let's pause what we're doing here. Let's go through that, you know? And, and I, I had the process nailed down. And so that was over the course of a good 18, 20 to 24 months where you're just regularly doing this inner child work. And now I do it occasionally, you know, as it comes up, it's not as frequent. And admittedly, it's a different season for me now. It's just not, I'm, I'm not focused on recovering. I'm celebrating eight years of, of recovery. So it's different. Um, but the, the point here is that there, there's something to be said, you know, when you look for tools that are going to help you recover, you, you do not want to have 12 sessions with a therapist and then hope that all the work has been done. You, you, want, you want to have 12 sessions with a therapist where they're teaching you, they're giving you concepts and tools that you can use well beyond your time together, you know, or, or, or whether it's a therapist or coach or, a, a, I don't know, spiritual counselor or whatever it is. That empowerment is so critical so that you can contribute meaningfully to your own recovery as well and not just be dependent on some guy to walk you through the process. So this is why I think inner child work is so popular, not popular rather, but so powerful. Um, I think it's going to become very popular. It already is gaining some traction, but I think there's more to be done in the days ahead. And it's why I think that if you're pursuing recovery and you're looking to get some professional help, you really need to make sure that wh that whoever's doing that help or providing that help is including inner child work in their process because without it, 
um, I, I think you're less likely to have the transformation you want. And certainly the longevity and the lasting freedom is a lot less likely, I think, without the use of a tool like this. So that's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, make sure you go check out my Instagram, Sathya Me Sam. Link is in the show notes. Love you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.